well 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 greetings 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 brothers and sisters all around the world this is your favorite favorite podcast in fact this is the first segment of the word of god on this podcast this is podcast this podcast was formerly known is formerly known as the latter day preacher moments of life where i used to share my views and opinions on things but then I had to hear the, the, the word of God. I had to hear and listen to the voice of God. You know, so now this is basically a, a podcast that will deal with the word of God, going deep into the word of God. Praise God. So we are starting today in the word of God in a, a segment called the Amnon Factor, then Anom Factor. This comes from the fact that in South Africa, I'm sure in parts of the world, it is a, we are finishing tomorrow a, a month that we call a woman's month. So as you know, if you know, in South Africa, there's a lot of women abuse that goes on, a human, uh, women killings that goes on, the rapes of little kids, you know. So those women um, are not safe anymore in this country. So I thought, let me just go back you know, to, 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 to the word of God and see what God is saying about this matter this podcast from today is called deep utterances of the word of god praise god let us pray let us go into a small prayer and then come back and then deal with the word of god father we give you glory we give you honor jehovah for this day we thank you father for we believe that this is going to be this is a start of something beautiful this is a start of something beautiful and we pray oh god that your people will receive your way that they will open their hearts and minds into your word of god father we thank you and we honor our word of god thank you oh lord jesus we pray in the name of our lord jesus christ amen well Today we are dealing with the issue of women. We are on the book of um, Samuel, Samuel 2, second book of Samuel. And then we are on verse chapter 13, the, 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 um, uh, the theme of this segment of, or, or of this sermon is called um, the Amnon, Amnon Factor. Because I, I tell you this, we have a lot of Amnons. In the society today, we have a lot of Amnons in the society today who think that they can get away with hurting women. So we're going to get deep into the word of God today uh, just to hear what God is saying about this whole, about this whole thing. So I just want to say before anything else to the women in South Africa, um, to the women in South Africa, all over the world, you know, happy Women's Day. You know, I pray that you will be protected today. If you are going through abuse, please report it. Report it. Don't keep it to yourself because you might end up dead. Praise God. Yes, yes, yes. We are reading on Second Samuel verse 13. We are, we are beginning at verse 1 actually. You know, the Amnon factor today. Hallelujah. I am the latter-day preacher. I come all the way from South Africa to bring you the word of God, the word of God. Well, let us read our word today. So the Bible says, David had a beautiful daughter named Tamar, who was the sister of Absalom. She was also the half-sister of Amnon, who fell in love with her. Then verse 2 says, 
but Tamar was a virgin. And Amnon could not think of a way to be alone with her. He was so upset about it that he made himself sick. Can you? He made himself sick. Truly, I believe that he was sick. In the first place, how do you explain falling in love with your own sister? How, how, is, how does that make sense? You know, it just to me is saying to me this this guy, this Amnon, was twisted. He was sick. He was perverted at the very same time. Anyway, let us continue reading our word. And then verse 3 says, Amnon had a friend named Jonadab, who was the son of David's brother Shimei. So Jonadab always knew how to get what he wanted. So verse 4 said, And he said to Amnon, What's the matter? You are the king's son. You shouldn't have to go around feeling sorry for yourself every morning. So Amnon said, I am in love with Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. Instead of saying, my sister. So let us just um, go back a little bit to, to, to the story. Now, the Bible here on chapter 13 is telling us that David had a beautiful daughter, Tamar, who was the sister of Absalom. She was also the half-sister of Amnon. So basically, Amnon had the same father with Absalom and, 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 and Tamar. They were both, they were all sisters and brothers. Praise God. Amnon fell in love with her sister, basically, who was Tamar. Tamar, the Bible says, he, she was a virgin at this time. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And Amnon could not think of a way to be alone with her. He was so upset about it that he made himself weak. So Amnon, in other words, was lusting after her own sister. Hallelujah. They share the same father who is David, the king of Israel. Praise God. He was lusting after her own sister. Then in the picture comes. Then the Bible says, you know, Amnon had a, a friend who was actually uh, basically a cousin because the friend was Jonadab, who was um, the son to David's brother, Shimea. So in this picture, Jonadab is playing the role of a devil because you know when you are thinking about doing something wicked you know and the devil comes up with a plan you know it seems like the perfect plan at the time it seems like the right thing to do at the time even though it is wicked so i i i, I liken this jonadab to 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 satan you know to satan that comes and influences the son of David. In fact, David Amnon is the firstborn son of David. That is what the Bible says. Hallelujah. So Jonadab comes up with a plan. He says, look man, you are a son of a king. So you shouldn't have to go around feeling sorry for yourself. Amnon said, I'm in love 
with Tamar, my brother, Absalom. Even after saying this, you know, um, Jonadab doesn't say, no, you cannot be in love with your own sister. But he gives him, you know, a plan. He gives him something that he can use to lure this, 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 this Tamar girl. Praise God. So, you see, that is why I am looking at Jonadab as the devil in this case. Because a devil would come and gives you a plan that seemed to be the right thing at the moment. Praise God. Then verse 5 says, Jonadab told him, Lie down on your bed and pretend to be sick. And pretend to be sick. When your father comes to see you, ask him to send Tamar so you can watch her cook something for you. Then she can serve you the food. Because as a son of Shemia, the brother of David, Jonathan, the, the right thing that Jonathan could have said in that situation, when he, had, he could have said, look, he could have rebuked his cousin, praise God, who is Amnon, and said, look, you cannot do this. Tamar is your own sister. You cannot fall in love with your own sister. It is disgusting. You cannot fall in love with your own sister. It's just not acceptable. Praise God. But he gives him a plan to lure his own sister so that he can sleep with her. I don't know if someone is listening to this or is understanding this. Praise God. So verse 6 says, so Amnon went to bed and pretended to be sick. When the king came to see him, Amnon said, Please ask Tamar to come over. She can make some special bread while I watch and then she can serve me the bread. So he took the advice from Jonadab. In other words, Amnon took the advice from Jonadab from, the, uh, from Jonadab and pretended to be sick so that she can law hallelujah this innocent victim so that she can law Tamar so that she can sleep with her hallelujah praise God so verse 7 said says David told Tamar go over to Amnon's house and prepare him <clears throat> hallelujah and prepare him some food verse 8 says when she got there she was lying in bed of course pretending to be sick she mixed the dough made the loaves and baked them while he watched verse 9 says then she took the bread out of the pan and put it on his plate but he refused to eat it Amnon said, said, send the servants out of the house. After they had gone, verse 10 says, he said to Tamar, serve the food in my bedroom. So, in other words, Amnon had a plan, and the plan that he had, it was a wicked plan. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus. So the Bible says, Tamar picked up the bread that she made and brought it into Amnon's bedroom. Tell you why she did that. Because she did not think that her own brother 
had wicked plans against her. She, she thought she was there to help a brother who was sick. Hallelujah. But the brother had wicked plans. Hallelujah. The same thing that happens where you live. Hallelujah. Where you innocently leave your own daughter with his uncle. Praise God. Because you innocently think that a uncle is her own flesh and blood cannot hurt her. The same way you think that her father cannot touch her, cannot hurt her. Because it is her father in the, at the end of the day. It is her father but cannot hurt her. So these are the same people that turn around and hurt their own flesh and blood. We have fathers today who are behaving like Amnon in the Bible. Fathers today who we trust. Fathers today that are trusted by families who come into the lives of female family members and rape them. Praise God. Fathers today who rape their own children, their own little daughters, their own children. We have uncles today who rape their own nieces. Mighty Jesus. We have trusted neighbors today and family friends who come into our lives to rape our children, to rape our sisters, to rape our mothers, to rape, my goodness, our family members in the name of Jesus. So Tamar picked up the bread that she had made and brought it into Amnon's bedroom. Verse 11 says, But as she was taking it to him, he drabbed her and said, Come to bed with me. This is now out of the blue. This now Tamar was not expecting from a person that, that he, she looks at as family, as a brother. This, she, this is totally out of the blue. It is a surprise to her. I, I can only put myself in, I can only imagine what she could have thought at that time. Praise God. Because but I, as a man, I cannot even begin to understand what she was going through. When your own brother that pretended to be sick and you came out of, of brotherly love and you came because you love your own brother to cook for him. When your own brother now, suddenly he drabs you, taking, taking over to him, he drabbed her and said, come to bed with me. Verse 12 says, she answered, no, please don't force me. This sort of thing isn't done in Israel. Can, 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 you, hear the, can, can you hear the reply or the answer of, 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 of Tamar in this situation? He says, no, please don't force me. Because the Bible, grabbing someone is being forceful. Because she, he's, he, he's not talking because the intention behind what he's doing is, is not about love, is not about asking, but is about taking forcefully. When you drape someone, 
and you are not talking to them but you are driving them then it is clear the intention is clear from the get-go that I am going to be raped here whatever this man is looking for he's gonna do it forcefully hallelujah because the Bible says the Bible says he draped her and said come to bed with me and then she answered and says no please don't force me this sort of thing isn't done in Israel praise God it's too disgusting a brother sleeping with her own sister it is not done in Israel that is what she was saying and he said this is a shame this is a disgrace this is disgusting to even think of it hallelujah but the man was filled with wickedness the man was filled with lust do you think a rapist would listen to you if you said what he was about to do was shame was a sin i don't think so he wouldn't praise god they wouldn't. So we are talking about the Amnon factor today because there are a lot of men that should be called Amnons. There are a lot of men who are behaving like Amnons today. Rapists, men that are trusted by families but who come and inflict pain in the same families that trust them. We have fathers today, even this moment, as I'm speaking to you right now, we have fathers today who are raping their own daughters today. Praise God. We have fathers today, who are husbands today, who are even raping their own wives today. We have uncles today who are raping their own nieces, their own nephews. We have brothers today who are raping their own sisters, their own brothers or their own nephews we have this these are people that we trust these are people that are supposed to protect and provide for these children that they are raping these are people that are trusted by society we have neighbors today people that we trust people that are supposed to look out for us being the one that are hating women today, being the one that are hating our children today. We have friends today, people we call best friends, who turn around and rape our children today. We have family members today that we think highly of, family members that we value that turn around and rape our sisters, that turn around and rape our mothers, that turn around and rape our wives, that turn around and rape our children. Hallelujah. So we, the Amnon factor is everywhere. We have a lot of Amnons all over the world. This is not only happening in South Africa, but this is happening throughout the world. Praise God. Hallelujah. Then the Bible says, Mighty Jesus, verse 13 says, Think of me. I'll be disgraced forever. And think of yourself. Everyone in Israel will say you are nothing but a load of rubbish. Just ask the king and he will let you marry me. In this way, he was trying to make him stop. In this way, he was trying to make him stop. 
Can you imagine a woman who was about to be raped by a person that he trusted all his life? Can you imagine the terror? Can you imagine the disappointment? Can you imagine the shame that, he, he, that, that she must have felt that she was going through when she was being raped by his own brother? Can you imagine what happens when a father rapes his own daughter, the person that is supposed to protect that child? Can you imagine if the same father rapes that child? Can you imagine when an uncle who's supposed to protect her niece, the niece, his niece, can you, can you imagine when your uncle rapes you? The person that you look up to, the person that you love, the person that you trust. Can you imagine when your neighbor rapes you, the man that you think highly of, the man that you think that will protect you. Can you imagine when one day you wake up as a man and you hear that your neighbor that you call a friend raped your wife, raped your daughter? Mighty Jesus. I can only imagine what Tamar was going through as his brother Amnon was grabbing her and forcing himself on her. My goodness. It is still happening today. The Amnon factor is all over the world. The Amnon factor is all over the world. Praise mighty Jesus. The Bible says in verse 14, but Amnon would not listen to what she said. He was stronger than she was. So he overpowered her and raped her. In other words, rape on its nature, it is a violent thing. So the Bible here is painting a picture of a man who should not be called a man but a monster who rapes his own blood, his own flesh and blood, his own sister who drabs and dragged his own sister into bed and forcefully raping her. Can you imagine what she must have felt like while she was, while, while this man that she trusted all her life, her own brother was raping her. Can you even imagine what she must have felt or she must have been going through. This is exactly what the victims of rape today, the victims of abuse today are going through. Put yourself in their shoes as a man. For a, memo, for a, for a moment, just walk away from the shoes of being a man and, and get into the shoes of being a woman. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says, even after pleading with Abnon, even after pleading with Abnon, I, cannot, I see her right now trying and begging and saying, please stop it. Don't do it. Abnon, I beg you in the name of God, don't do it. But the Bible says Abnon would not listen to what she says, to what she said. But he was stronger than she was. So he overpowered her and raped her. Verse 15 says, Then Amnon hated her even more than he had loved her before. So he, he told her, Get up and get out. Because this was a rape. 
This was an act of violence. There was no love here. Praise God. That is why many rape victims are being killed. Because after you get what you wanted from her, you now you see no reason for, to, to, to let her leave. That is why in South Africa women are being killed. A woman will be raped and killed. A woman will be raped and murdered. Children will be raped and murdered. Children will be raped and killed in South Africa. They are all over the world. Can you imagine being raped by your own brother in a violent manner? In a violent manner? Being raped by the only person that you trusted in the world? Can you imagine? And after doing what he was doing to her, the Bible says, She hated her. She hated an innocent person who did not ask to be raped, who did not want to be raped. She hated her and told her to get up and go. Verse 16 said, she said, don't send me away. That would be worse than what you have already done. After you are done with her, you throw her away just like... Um, uh, just like rubbish or garbage, whatever. Imagine how she felt. But Amnon would not listen. He called in his servant and said, throw this woman out and lock the door. Because she had done, because he had done what he wanted to do. He destroyed the life of this beautiful, innocent woman. Not just any woman, but his, only, his sister. Praise God. Then the, the Bible says, The servant made her leave, and he locked the door behind her. So the king's unmarried daughters used to wear long robes with sleeves. Verse 19 says, Tamar tore the robe she was wearing and put ashes on her head. Can we imagine? Because after you being raped, something is taken away from you. After you have been raped by this monster, innocence is gone from you. That is why I feel like Tamar, that is why he tore the robe that she was wearing and put ashes. Because of the shame, because of the distress that she must have felt. She felt like she was not worthy to be, to be, to, to, to be married or to be a wife of any man after this thing happened. In other words, this monster killed the hopes and dreams of this woman. This is still happening in the world today. Hallelujah. Tamar tore the robe she was wearing and put ashes on her head. Then she covered her face with her hands and cried loudly as she walked away. Because of the shame, because of the hurt, because of the disgrace that she must have felt. Can you imagine? How many women today are going through what Tamar went through at that time? How many women today are quiet? They are in a relationships that are abusive. They are being beaten every day. 
they are being raped by their boyfriends, by their husbands every day. How many little children today, little daughters, little kids, little girls that are being raped today by the people that you trusted them with? How many people today, children that are being raped by their own fathers today? How many wives that are being beaten up today for no apparent reason? A lot of women, their futures are destroyed. They feel shame. They feel with disgrace. Their self-confidence is, is taken away. Their self-esteem is taken away. They are women who are sitting in a quiet corner today. They are not saying anything. But I urge you, my sisters, if you are out there, please come forward. Get help. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. That God will deliver you from that Pharaoh. I pray in the name of Jesus that God will free you from that Pharaoh. I pray in the name of Jesus that God will release you from that Pharaoh. I pray in the name of Jesus that God will grant you the strength that you need and that you deserve. Praise mighty Jesus. To cut the story short, short, Absalom killed Amnon. But what disappointed me the most is the reaction of David, the father, to Amnon. Listen what the Bible says about David, the father to Amnon. Let us read on verse 20. Tamar's brother Absalom said to her, How could Amnon have done such a terrible thing to you? But since he's your brother, don't tell anyone what happened. Just try not to think about it. He did not say, Amnon, did, Absalom did not say this because he didn't want people to know. Or, you know, he was trying to hide, you know, what, what the, the, the crimes of his brother. But he said this because he, he had a plan. Because he wanted to kill Amnon. Praise God. Because he wanted to avenge her sister. He wanted to avenge his sister. Praise God. So, but the Bible says then, Tamar soon moved to in, into Absalom's house. But she was always sad and lonely. Who wouldn't be? Some women end up committing suicide. Some women go into depression because their lives never ever and never ever become the same again. When we are violently, violently, violently raped, when you are being beaten up, how can your life remain the same? Something changes in you. Something changes you. Something make, takes you from innocence. To become somebody else. That's why some women, sometimes out of frustration and, 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 and retaliation, they kill these men. Some women end up going into deep depression. And then they end up killing themselves. You know? Praise God. They become sad and lonely. They don't want to sit around people. 
they fear men, they never love again because what they had was taken away forcefully by monsters, by people that we should not be calling men, by the likes of Amnon. The Amnon factor is everywhere in the world. So verse 21 says, when David heard what had happened to Tamar, he was very angry. But Amnon was his eldest son and also his favorite. And David would not do anything to make Amnon unhappy. The world does not need a father like David. David was a great man. He was obedient to God. God loved him. He loved God. But I feel like he was not perfect. He was a human, you know, and he failed as a father. You know, I failed as a father because when one of my children comes to me and tells me, Dad, my brother raped me. The first thing I will do Hopefully now that I'm in Christ, I will call the police. He must be arrested. He has committed a crime. Some fathers would even go to a point of killing those children, of killing that son. But I wouldn't go to that extreme. But I will take steps to make sure that for the crime that he has committed, he pays. But David did nothing because the Bible says Amnon was his eldest son and his favorite. How many fathers are like David in the world today? How many people are like David in the world today? Because he's your own son, because he's the brother that you love. You let him get away with abusing a woman or abusing a child. Because he's your favorite neighbor, you let him get away with abusing his wife or raping your children or doing whatever. I don't need a father like David. The world doesn't need a father like David. A word, the world does not need a father like David. Praise God. A world needs men who will stand up for women if you came into a position where you, you where you hear news of a man committing rape or abusing a woman then take it up to yourself as a man to say i am going to the police i am going to report this abuse i am going to report this rape i don't care if he's my best friend i don't care if he's my brother i don't care if he's my neighbor i don't care i am not going to be a david i but i am going to be a true man of god i am going to be a man who stands up when a woman is being hurt a lot of tamas today are out there in the world they fear to talk about their ordeal. They fear to talk about what they go through. They fear because of men like David, men who do nothing when their sons abuse women. Praise God. So all I'm saying, if you know of, of, of any man who has abused a child, 
who has abused a woman report him to the authorities i'm not saying go and face him go and shoot him go and stab him go and do not go and beat him up because you will also be committing crime you don't do things that will take you both to prison but you go to authorities and report it let us pray father in the name of jesus we thank you lord for this moment oh god father as we are closing this month of women's month father i pray in the name of jesus I pray oh God for every woman who is going through abuse oh God I pray that you will impart in them give them oh God or grant them the strength oh God to be strong enough oh God to leave such relationships give them strength oh God so that they can talk to someone report these abuses to men I pray oh God that you will impart your wisdom in them oh God Father I pray that woman will be wise enough to recognize an abusive man. I pray that a woman will be wise enough to leave any man that touches her in a wrong way. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ our oh God. Father expose those wicked men that abuse our children, that abuse our daughters, that abuse our wives, that abuse our fathers, that abuse our sons. Expose them in the name of Jesus, oh God. Father, I thank you for your word. I honor your word, oh God. May your people receive it, oh God. May your people receive your word in the name of Jesus, oh God. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. Well, I am the latter day preacher until next time in our next segment. Well, we're going to deep, we're going deep in the word of God until um our next segment will be tomorrow. Will be tomorrow. It is a chilly chilly Sunday in South Africa. God bless you. May you enjoy this day. Uh and be blessed in Jesus mighty name bye bye